0: Lord, I commit myself to you this evening, Lord. Uh, You said we should not um, see ourselves as sufficient in ourselves. For our sufficiency is in the Lord. Uh, Father, Lord, I put myself before you this morning and I say in the name of Jesus Christ, you will teach us today in Jesus' mighty name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will help us to understand today in Jesus' mighty name. Father, Lord, everything you are going to teach us, Father, you are going to minister it to us in Jesus' mighty name, that I will not speak of myself, I will not speak by myself, you will speak through me in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, help me, Lord, today to understand you in Jesus' mighty name. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Praise God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Yeah, you all welcome to live class today again. How many of us have been blessed in for the
1: past
0: two three sessions yeah amen um praise god so this class is meant to be very very interactive um quite interactive um for those that know the way i do things like this i i just i call names so if i call your name i'm really sorry eh? um just just bear with me because i want us to talk to do you understand what i'm saying So, I'll start, then I will be asking questions and we'll just go from there. Is everybody okay with that?
2: Yes, sir.
0: People are not answering me. People are not okay with me calling your
2: name.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: I know you physically. I know all the names here. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, not all the names, actually. I'm seeing some names that I've never seen
1: before.
0: Maybe it's those people I've never seen before. I'll start calling now. Don't worry, that's just a joke for the person who panics. Praise God.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So today is um about new birth and its reality. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. New birth and what and its reality and its reality. So, um, you know we are used to this scripture: "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish." But have everlasting life. We are very, but many times we don't even understand what that scripture really, really means. You get what that scripture really, 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 really means. Praise God. Um, But today we'll be talking about new birth in itself, new birth in itself, and what we have um, come into as a result of the new birth. Praise God. Um, So the outline just says, um, brooding thoughts, what does it mean to be born again? Why do we need to be born again? Or who can be born again? What are the effects of new birth on a believer? How does one get born again? So these are the things we'll be talking about in the next, maybe this, I don't think we can finish, I don't know if we can finish this today. I wish we can. But if we don't finish today, we'll continue next week. Um. So I intend to take my time and I want us to really, really understand this thing. Praise God. So I, I think I'll just go from the last teaching, then we'll go down to this place, Um. to this point. Praise God. Um thank you lord jesus thank you our god and our savior jesus name yeah so new birth new birth in itself um is something that uh the is the most important thing that ever happened to a man in his life praise god that's literally the most important thing that happened to a man in his life uh the bible says that um second chapter 5 verse 17 let's quickly open there Let's open there Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Second Corinthians five seventeen. The Bible says that I want to read from verse uh, from verse four. From verse four. Uh, he said, Second Corinthians five or verse four, for we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for what we should be included in, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed no." Second Corinthians. Sorry, sorry, from verse uh, sixteen. Sorry, Why did I From four, from verse sixteen. Sorry. Wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh. You see, we know no man after the flesh. Though we have known Christ after the flesh. Yet now, henceforth, we know no man. Praise God. We know no man after the flesh. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I want to ask somebody a question. So I'll just call you. Um, so Stephanie, are you there?
1: Yes, yeah, sir.
0: Yeah. I just read the scripture right now. That's 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 5, 4 to Four to 5 what what do you to five, 16 to 17, sorry. 17 what do you see in that scripture what, what what do you see there
2: um so verse 17 actually stands out more to me in terms mm-hmm. of what what I understand from it um so when it says all things are passed away meaning how I could relate it to i guess my life like how i was before how maybe the way i had lived as a result of not coming into not being born again you know provided i've come into this new reality of being born Mm -hmm. again or being a new creature those things should not define my person but instead Mm -hmm. the life of christ should be what would define who Mm -hmm. i am and who i should become
0: yes praise god so Mm -hmm. no no man after the flesh you see that verse four i'll go back to thank you very much for that contribution no no man after the flesh for even man being Christ is in that means what actually defines a man is the Christ nature in him do you get what I'm saying now I'm talking about the spirit man now we are talking, we are talking about new birth just understand that we are not talking about the soul do you get what I'm saying we are talking about the spirit now when God created man he created man in his image and his likeness the bible says that and God created man and that's genesis um that's genesis chapter um chapter 2 the Bible says that, and God created a male and male female, he created them ye. Do you get? But by the time we now got to um, chapter three, it was not saying, and God formed man. Do you get what I'm saying? And God formed man. So the place of salvation of the soul is a place of formation. But new birth is creation. New birth happens instantly. It's something that happens instantly, and that is why that a man cannot pay for a new birth, it's not possible. Do you get what I'm saying? New birth is outrightly a work of God's mercy. Outrightly a work of God. Nobody can pay for it. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not possible for a man to say that, okay, I did this and I did that and I got born again. You know that some so there are some religion that for them to, they said for them to receive salvation, they must chastise themselves, they must give to the poor, they must um, they must kill a certain type of animals, they must do this, they must, if some people believe that if somebody dies. Eh? There's a sacrifice you can give for them to now, to, for them to actually enter paradise. It's not possible. You can't do anything to actually become born again. Being born again is only outrightly the work of Jesus Christ, a mercy of God upon man. And the Bible says that He said, when we were without strength, when we were without strength, Christ came and died for us. So you understand the fact that God deliberately came to that point where he, he brought man to that, he let man get to that point where man does not have any strength. So that by the time he gets born again, he cannot say that he did anything to get born again. Because uh, truthfully speaking, realistically speaking, he had no capacity to even do anything that would help him to, to that will that cause that kind of effect. Do you get what I'm saying? So God made sure that when we were without strength, the um, man was without strength, the law came and made man lose strength more. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's not possible for a man to actually pay for new birth. It's not possible. If a man says he paid for new birth, yeah, the new birth of God is, is something else. He's not the one Jesus Christ came to die for. It is the is a, a free gift from God. New birth is a free gift from God. No man can actually pay for it. So we need to actually have that in our mind. So you can now. So you, so you see where the place of obedience is. Obedience is not for new births. A man that got born again is the one that has been, that has been um, recreated to now start obeying God. Do you get what I'm saying? There's nothing you you know obedience. You only believed. Praise God. So yeah. the realm of getting born again is the realm of believing, just believing. I mm-hmm. believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. And after he died on the cross, you will proclaim as a Lord and Savior. Praise mm-hmm. God. Now, why do we have to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? You see, this is these are integrities of Christianity
1: mm-hmm.
0: for us to get born again. Why do we have to actually proclaim Jesus Christ as our Lord? for us to get born again. It's because when man died, man entered into another dominion entirely. Mm. A different dominion entirely. The A man's spirit was under a different dominion. He was dead spiritually. What does it mean to be to die spiritually? It's to die spiritually that a man can never respond to God. Mm.
1: So what does it, if you have
0: seen a dead person before, slap a dead person, he will never respond. Kick him, stab him. Nothing will happen. He will not respond because he's dead. The same way God to man, when a man is not born again, he is a dead man. There's nothing that can be done unless he's quickened. And to quicken man, it takes the life of God to be breathed in him at God's volition. God just chooses to do it. He did not do anything to actually require God to come and do it. God decided to come and do it. And that's why a man should take um, salvation, um, and the new birth, so seriously. It's not a joke. New birth is not a joke. Is God just decided I will put my breath upon this one and it will become alive again. So a new breath is not a joke to any man. It's actually a very serious matter. Praise God. Yeah, praise God. So what, what does it mean? Before we got born again, let's quickly go there. Before we got born again, something happened. We are under and under dominion. We are mm-hmm. dead spiritually. And what does it mean to be dead spiritually? What it means to be dead spiritually is that Satan has every access to us. Yes, sir. There's no single access, Satan does not have. So if you see a man on the street that is not born again, that's why we need to be more be very compassionate. We can we shouldn't judge that man. He's not born again. He cannot help himself.
1: God.
0: He can't, he does not, anything he does, even if he gives to the poor, is sin that is given to the poor.
1: Right.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? So can, that thing can he, he does not have capacity to please God because man is supposed to please God from response to God. Yeah. Yeah. What pleases God is response to God. Do you get what i God must always quicken a man every time to respond to Him. So for a man to actually please God, he must be responding to God. Hmm. Yeah, that's actually what it means to please God. A man must be responding to God. So you um, <laughs> so you see that a man that is dead, even though after we got born again, we have to learn how to please God. That means we have to learn how to respond to God. Do you get what I'm saying? But a man that is not born again does not even have any capacity, doesn't have any inclination. No single inclination to actually respond to. He is dead. Satan can feast on him anytime. time. Because, because what is he's carrying is, is a nature. What does it mean to have a nature? A nature is that something you are naturally inclined to you can't help yourself. Even when you want to do otherwise, you end up doing what you are inclined to. So that's yeah. nature. So the Bible says that, we're, that, that means that by nature, we are we are seen. You see, mm. I'm not saying that we we commit sin. Do you get what I'm saying? Not, no, no, no. The spirit of a man, before he gets born again, is seen in itself. The spirit of a dead man is seen in itself. That, that was because. and you, let, 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 So now see, on this earth, there are two dominions. Is either the dominion of God, which is the kingdom of God, or the dominion of Satan, who is the God of this world? Do you get what I'm saying? So if a man cannot respond to God, just know he will naturally respond to Satan. Yes,
1: sir.
0: He will naturally respond to Satan. So there's no way you can do it. He's under a dominion of Satan. And is on autopilot to respond to Satan. Mm. Satan does not need to come and cajole him to respond. Every instrument to respond to Satan is inside him.
1: Yeah.
0: When you see a, a man on the street that is not born again, be full compassion. Maybe that's one of the reasons why we should, we should have, even if you can't tell, talk to somebody to get born again, pray for that person. Sow a seed of um, salvation there. Mm. Yeah, just sow that seed there. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to, it mustn't get born again where you are with That day that you spoke with him, it might not even be you that will get the person born again, but just make sure that his seed has been sown. You know why? Because that man is, yeah, that, that man is, uh, uh he, he can't help himself, he's under a bondage. Yeah,
1: he's
0: under a bondage, he cannot help himself, even when he wants to do good. By the time he does that good, eh, it is counted as sin. Hmm. Yeah. Because he he has no inclination towards God to actually respond to God. And that's why anybody that is not born again is just outrightly under the mercy of God. God is just keeping under his mercy. Perhaps one day, he will receive Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior and get born again. Now, what? so you see, and before we got born again, Satan is very wicked. Because he knows that there's tendency for man to get born again one day. He made sure that he has pumped his seed inside man very well. If you're worried that God born again at the age of nine, you will see wonder that how come I have this much infirmity inside me? It's because Satan dealt with my way. Yeah. So imagine sorry that God born again at the age of nine, and for the rest of his life he'll be dealing with infirmities, dealing with infirmities, dealing with infirmities. You now wonder like ah, you were born just nine years, Satan's already finished work. Kai, so, nice. so
1: the
0: the this enemy we are fighting with, it eh, does not take break. He's busy. He's yeah. very busy. It's weird that we are taking breaks. We are the ones taking breaks. Only Holy Ghost prompt us, read your Bible, you will not read. He will tell us, pray, we will not pray. Uh, he will tell us, uh, go and forgive your brother. You will take us time to forgive. But Satan, per second, is hmm. pumping is pumping his seed inside man, per second, per second, per second. Is pumping his seed inside man. He knows that there's tendency for that man to get born again one day, and he wants to give that man every reason to resist salvation. So sometimes you will see that some people before they get born again, somebody will have been preaching to them maybe for years, maybe so maybe from the age of ten, somebody will have been preaching. Someone like me now, from the age of very young age. People have been preaching to, preaching to me and preaching to me and preaching to me to get born again. You know when I got born again, age of 21? So I wonder what Satan put inside me for me to resist the gospel to the age of 21. After, and I grew up in church. It's not that I didn't grow up in church. I was going to church every Sunday. In fact, I used to go to church twice a week. I will go with my mother on, on Wednesday and I will go to church on Sunday. And I was not born again. So you see what Satan did? Satan did a lot of work inside man just for him to resist the gospel because he does not want man to actually experience new birth, He knows that once the man experiences new birth, it's the beginning of a journey.
1: Hmm.
0: Number one, the effect of Satan in the life of a man is altered. That that um, autopilot is altered first. The day a man gets born again, the autopilot of a man downward to hell is first halted.
1: Wow.
0: So you see what new birth is? It's more like a man was going autopilot on a different direction that makes Satan happy, that pleases Satan, that fulfills the purpose of Satan. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he is not only God that has purpose; Satan has purpose too. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Satan has purpose. He wants to raise men for himself. Mm-hmm. So he, that thing, that autopilot, stopped. And what, what, what really happened? He said, he said, therefore, if any man being Christ he is a new creature, all things are passed away. Praise God. All things are passed. Imagine every single sin. Let's say I got born again at the age of 21. Every single sin I committed before that age of 21. The Bible says, All things have passed away. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can pay the debt of sin of 21 years of sin even life sentence in the prison cannot pay that debt Yes, sir. so you will see that it takes God, it takes the, it, says it takes only one ingredient but it takes only one ingredient it's called the blood of Jesus. Oh, Jesus so a man just believing in Jesus and confessing him as Lord and Savior so obviously you can see that that thing is just an act of mercy God does had mercy on man and he says that you know what I we quicken you you will not need to pay for it. Yeah. I will quicken you and you will not need to pay for it. Yeah, because you cannot pay for it. We need to understand that. Yeah, and if we understand what new birth is, even our journey in Christianity will value so much because Jesus Christ paid, what Jesus Christ paid for, Kai, we don't even understand what he paid for. He paid for everything required for Christianity for a Christian, he said, he gave us all things. You see that death of Jesus Christ on the cross eh, is he paid for all things required for life and godliness. Yes. Everything required for life and godliness, Jesus Christ paid for it. That death on the cross paid for everything. Yeah. That's even why that, you know, there was a time that I used to, there's a way that I used to be so happy with my obedience and happy with my obedience Like, oh man, when I obey God, wow, I'll be so excited. And I don't know, it's not that God wanted to kill my joy. I think he just wanted me to understand something about obedience. You know, it just, it just, you know, and sometimes I've I've made mistakes of, you know, when I'm praying, I will, I will be somewhere in my mind, I'll feel like I deserve an answer because I've obeyed God yet. I've obeyed God yet. And I obeyed him there. I just feel that I deserve an answer. And only Holy Ghost came to tell me one day that even this is obedience is not a resume before me. Hi. It's not a resume before me because you obeyed that obedience is your normal requirement of a Christian because of what Christ did on the cross. Wow. So when you are obeying God, don't even think that you are paying a, you, are, you are doing God a, a one good. We should not even feel like we are doing God wrong good because we're obeying him. He's only teaching us his life. Our obedience is God teaching us his life. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, but you know, so yeah, so you see, you see the way these things are that Christ died for everything that pertains to life and godliness. He already died for it, is a free gift. Now, we'll, teach, we'll talk about the reason why we need to obey later, but let's just talk about new birth right now so that we can know what Jesus Christ died for. Everything that pertains to life and godliness, he died for it. The Bible now says, the day he got born again, something happened to him. He said, it became a new creature. What does it mean to be a new creature? What it means to be a new creature is that that creature has never existed before. A new creature, He has never existed before. Does anybody have any question before I move on? Okay, no question. Okay, yeah, let's move on. He has never existed before. That means the day man got born again, a new man that has never existed before emerged. Now, when I'm talking about a new man that has never existed before, you know, when God created man, the first thing he created was spirit of a man, spirit. And that spirit was was died when Adam ate the fruit. That's really died completely. Do you get what I'm saying? That means when I say died, Adam did not die physically because obviously, a man that is dead cannot run into the bush to go and cover his nakedness. It's not possible. So he died. When we say death, there, we can now start telling telling us what death really means. There, what death, death means is that his his ability to access God was was truncated. Before Adam died. He had so much access to God that the Bible says that anything that gave, God gave him responsibilities to name the animals and anything he called the animals, that was what was that was that what it was. In other words, he had capacity to link his heart towards God in a way that if God wants to call that animal lion, Adam had inspiration that, okay, this is what this thing should be called. It should be called lion. And God will look at it and say, yes, this was what I had in mind when I created lion. He had that much access to God. Do you guys know what I'm saying? So that when Adam died, that access died. He could not, um, he, that, that automatic response to God was not there. That response, response to God, that automatic response to God was not there. Do you guys know what I'm saying? It's not that he was not hearing God. There's a difference between it. He was still hearing God because God said, Adam, where are you? He came out. So he was still hearing God somewhere, but that automatic response to God that the uh-huh. man was supposed to have was not there. Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's true. So that's one thing, new birth. Now they say, a new man, now imagine All things are passed away, behold, all things have become new. So every single sin a man committed, the Bible says that the Lord forgave that sin. Look hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> praise God. Thank you for that response. Every single sin that the man committed, Jesus Christ paid for it. And it's not that he only paid for it. Even um, resources required for forgiveness of every other sin the man will commit has been provided to. Hmm. Yes. That's why even after born again, we can sin, we ask for forgiveness and we'll be cleansed.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? Because Just- the resources have been made available. It's called the blood of Jesus.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why a man must be quick to repent. A man must be quick to repent. You don't commit sin and wait and wallow in condemnation for weeks before telling God I'm sorry. No, no, no. Immediately you do it, you kneel down. If you if somebody has a good conscience, Mm -hmm. yeah, immediately you do it because most of the time when we sin, there are some times that we sin, we don't even know that we have done that one sin of ignorance. Do you get in ignorance? We commit sin and we don't know, but the ones that we know. Don't, they don't 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 wallow in self-righteousness and say, I'm not good enough. I have committed me, I see what I did. God will never forgive me. No, no, no. The resources needed for your sin to be forgiven was provided on the cross. Wow. So a man, even if a man that gets that commits a sin, just repent immediately and receive forgiveness by faith. How many of us do that forgiveness is by faith? Yes. So what does it mean by faith? It means that the word says it, and when you do it, you believe it and accept the fact that truly. What the word says has happened.
1: Hmm.
0: It's faith. So if I ask God for forgiveness, Father Lord, and sincerely, sincerely, you're not know that ah man, let me just quickly say so that you do not look as if I'm taking God for granted. No, no, no. no that's not that's not repentance. Repentance is that you have finally you truly agree that what you did is bad. You agree that what you did is bad. Then you tell yourself, Father Lord, I'm sorry. With your heart, I'm sorry. When you say that to God, and when you say to God sincerely, just know that it is by faith, because the word says that it will forgive you. Accept the fact that he has forgiven you. You don't have to feel it. Wow. That's why it's faith. You don't have to feel forgiven, because many times you will not <laughs> How many times have you committed sin that you now tell God to forgive you and you felt forgiven immediately? Sometimes the condemnation still still continues for a while. So you don't have to feel forgiven. If you did this sincerely, I'm saying it sincerely, you truly feel like you you truly, truly, truly repented. And what does it mean to repent? To agree that you have committed a sin and make a commitment that you will not go back there again.
1: Yeah.
0: Even if you end up going back there one day, do you get what I'm saying? But you made a commitment, sincere commitment that I will not go back. That's what it means to repent. Do you get what I'm saying? And the only person that can repent is a new creature.
1: Mm.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? Because someone that is not born again is dead. He's not convicted of sin. (laughs) He needs to be quickened. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. So that is actually who a new creation is. That's what a new creation is. A new creation is quickened and is quickened. And when the Bible says that, uh, let's quickly open to Romans, um, Romans chapter six. Romans chapter six, let's quickly see. I'll read from verse one. I'll read from verse one, Romans chapter six. So we we'll see what it means to be born again. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Hmm. Now this is, you can only say this to a new creature. To a new creation. Do you know they can only say this to a new, you can't say this one to someone that is not born again. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. You can't say this to a man that is that is dead it needs to be quickened to even understand what this is saying, what this means. Yeah. Yeah. So, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin? Praise mm-hmm. God. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer dairy? These are one of the other things that happened the day you got born again. Because you are a new creation. Eh? Now, because, now you can say, I mean, I still sin, I still sin. But, the Bible's already said it that He broke the bond of sin. Now the reason mm. of sin is because the soul has learned sin nature over time, but that that dominion of sin over you, God broke it mm. the day you got born again, and that is why you can you can when you get born again you can say no to sin. Yeah. Before you got born again, you cannot say no to sin. Mm. It's not possible for a man that is not born again to say no, even he's saying no. That no is a sin. <laughs> because everything about him is sin. His spirit is sin. So he has, the soul as everything about a man that is not born again is sin. But a man that is born again, something is, has not happened to him. He now has, even though he might struggle to say no, he might not end up saying no, but he's in that realm, he's in that space where he has every right to say no to sin. Uh Aha. Praise God. And you see that as we grow spiritually, we'll start getting gaining strength to now start refusing sin and refusing sin and refusing sin and and saying no to sin continuously. Do you get what I'm saying? But at the beginning, before a man gets born again, he doesn't have capacity to actually say no to sin. But the day a man got born again, capacity to say no to sin came. Mm -hmm. So you know that verse 2: God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer daring? He said. Know you know that so many of us were baptized into Christ. Praise God. Everybody say Christ. Christ. We are baptized into his death. Then verse four. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like Christ was raised from the dead. You see? The same way Christ was raised from the dead. By the glory of the Father. Even so also. Should walk in newness of life. Praise God. So the, the 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 responsibility of a new creation is to walk in newness of life. Mm. Yes. A new creation, yeah, of a new creation, because that spirit, the Bible says that the day we got born again, we we get even any man be in Christ. So that Christ is a new creation. That new, the spirit of a man when he got born again is a new creation. New, Christ is a new creation. So he said, as Christ, you see, that uh, like as Christ was raised from the dead, so the same way Christ was raised from the dead, Bible says our spirit man too was raised from the dead like that. Mm. So everybody said, my spirit man is Christ. My spirit
1: man is Christ.
0: Aha. Praise God! you know those things that uh, after we got born again these are the things that we find difficult to believe how can i just get born again one day and my i will say that christ dwells in me hmm. you know religion religion bastardizes our mind eh? oh. that how can i just deserve i just say i confess jesus christ as my lord and savior and i just believe and immediately i can say christ dwells in me my spirit man is christ you know that thing is, is very is strange, but it's true, sir. Praise God.
2: Amen.
0: It's true, Christ. My spirit, that spirit man is Christ. That spirit man is Christ. That's that. So if there, even man being Christ is a new creature, but that scripture says in, in Corinthians, it says that I think it's Second Corinthians six. um after, I can't finish this thing today, it's okay. Uh, 12 Corinthians, chapter, I think chapter six. Um, what does it say? Uh, I think he was talking about Uh, uh, when he says that, uh, when he was talking, where's the scripture again? When he was talking about that, uh, whoever is joined with the Lord is one spirit. Uh, please, somebody should remind me of that scripture. I don't want to spend too much time here. Is it? This- yeah, it's seven Corinthians. Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 6,
2: 7. Oh, first,
0: yeah, First Corinthians 6, word, Sorry. First Corinthians 6, what? Huh? Yeah, verse 17. Thank you. Thank you. First Corinthians six. I open First Corinthians. I don't know why I was saying 2 Corinthians, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at. Let's read from verse 16. What? Know you not that he which is joined to an allot is one body? For for two seeth he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. Praise God. So the day we got born again, we're joined to the Lord, and He said we are one spirit with the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. So we realize that. Praise God. So we realize that the day we got born again, something happened to us. We were once spirit to the Lord. So that spirit man is Christ. Yes. Praise God. And if a man can yield to that spirit man continuously, he will start living out the life of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Praise God. I'm yeah. Really- so you see in the book of in Romans chapter six, we we're saying that. Yield yourself to righteousness. Yield yourself to righteousness. Yield yourself to righteousness. You know that's actually we are supposed to yield to spirit, man. Even many times, can taught us that when a man leading of the spirit is um, following inner witness. That's actually how Jesus Christ wants to wants to lead yes. us to follow the inner witness, your spirit man. Yes. Yeah, that's actually how the Lord wants to lead us for us to follow that inner witness, that spirit man, the Holy Spirit speaking to us through our spirit man. You know, do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that's how the lord wants to wants to wants to train us because that spirit man the bible says is christ yeah. yeah that spirit man is christ that spirit man if you say because of the nature of the soul the nature of the soul has to learn how to walk with god but if we take out that spirit man from us that spirit man will naturally walk with god without limits wow yeah <laughs> He will not not have any resistance to walk with God. That's who our spirit man is. He won't have any resistance. He will just walk with God. The limitation we have is that we have a soul. Yes, sir. Yes. The limitation we have is that we have a soul that has learned sin.
1: Yes.
0: So you will see that the Bible now says that the flesh walks with the spirit and the spirit walks with the flesh. There's a warfare. That's Galatians chapter 5. If the spirit wars with the flesh, the flesh wars with the spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? But naturally, if not for that warfare between the flesh and the spirit, if you take flesh away and you leave spirit man alone, he will just be walking with God. Yeah. he will just start walking with God. But because we have a soul now, that soul now has to learn the life that is in the spirit man. He has to learn to yield to righteousness and yield to righteousness. And that's one thing about the Holy Ghost. One thing that the Holy Ghost does is that the Holy Ghost is that that um that 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 um that factor that God gave us that makes that that Holy Ghost is like a mother. Holy Ghost is like a mother that uh, it will just there's a way it will come with that motherly character and just uh, tell us to obey God, you know. Yes, yeah, you know, there's a way he behaves, sometimes move of the spirit. Holy Ghost has been telling you to do something, do something, do something, do something, and you don't do it. And Holy Ghost, maybe one time you're in church and there's one mighty move of the Spirit, and you just know that ah, after that move of the Spirit, you just commit to the, You know what? Well, this thing God has been telling me to do, I'll go and do it. Something just happened. Holy Ghost just mesmerized you some way and helped you to actually see the beauty of yielding to God.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what Holy Ghost does to us. You know, He has that. He has that loving character. You know. Sometimes you pray in, and pray in tongues and pray in tongues and pray in tongues, and you just have this particular experience, and you just get excited, and you feel like, you know what, I'm going to obey God. That's Holy mm-hmm. Ghost. These are the these are these are the things that every new any any anybody that just got born again you enjoy. It makes mm-hmm. Christianity sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It makes Christianity sweet. It makes Christianity very very sweet. Praise God. Now, mm-hmm. I've spent time in this Second Corinthians five seventeen. Praise God. Have we been blessed?
1: Yes, sir. Praise God.
0: Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, now oh thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's quickly go to um Ephesians. Ephesians chapter two. We take the scripture little by little. Praise God. we just take it little by little, little by little. Just let's just follow it the way it is. Ephesians chapter two. I've mentioned some things there, but there's nothing bad in repeating it again because we have to learn this thing well. This um um this area have to be learned properly. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hmm. Somebody is going to help me here, bro Daniel. Are you there? Okay, maybe he's busy. Let me see another person. Hmm. Who is going to help me here? Who is going to help me here? Uh, Before I go, I forgot to to greet my pastors. Pastor Bukumi and Pastor Sessipo. Pastor Jeff, you are welcome. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Praise God. Pastor, I greet you, sir. Yes, sir. I greet you too, sir. Happy birthday, Narias. sir. Thank you, sir. Bro, Daniel, is not there. Who is Taye? Okay. okay, 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 okay. Who else can I call? Shalom. Shalom. I know you're there. Shalom, please. Ephesians chapter 2.
2: Evening, sir. Yeah, how
0: are you doing?
2: Um, I'm fine, thank you.
0: Yeah, increase your voice smaller. Increase your volume. <laughs> <Okay.
2: laughs> Ephesians chapter
0: 2. Please, do you have King James? Okay, praise God. Okay,
2: so Ephesians chapter two verse one. So you
0: follow me. I'll be just be reading, and uh, you I, when I tell you to stop, you stop.
2: Okay, sir.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. So, um, verse one says, "And you hath he quickened."
0: You are quickened, yes.
2: Who were dead in trespasses and sin.
0: Who were dead in trespasses and sin. Let's quickly stay there for a while. You are quickened. You see. So it, it is a quickening. What does it mean to quicken somebody to put life in him? That's all.
1: Mm.
0: To quicken something is to put life in him. How many of us have um have watched um Superman when he died and he we went to wake him up? I don't know if I watched that movie, Superman. They had to use a lot of electric charge, you know, that kind of thing, and just quicken him. Do you get? He was dead. Aha. That's more like. A man that is dead that cannot respond to God and he is dead, they have to put life inside him. He is lifeless in the spirit. He can be walking about on the street. He is lifeless. So that's how we now see the definition of what life is. Life is not because I can breathe in oxygen and breathe out oxygen. That's not life.
1: That's not life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's called existing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh You're just existing. And in the spirit, there's nothing. There's God. They're looking for people that are alive, not people that are existing. I mean. Yeah, Satan is existing, but he's not alive.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, praise God.
1: I mean, yeah. So you see,
0: and ye at it quicken when you were dead in trespasses and sin. That means you were dead in it. In other words, the only thing you could do was trespasses and sin. The only thing I could do was trespasses and sin. I could not do any other thing apart from trespasses and sin. Mm-hmm. I did not you know I was watching one movie one time um a man you know man they hypnotized the man and in that video they it was more like the man was inside like a dark hole. The dark hole is like a different universe in itself. He wants to come out he cannot come out. It does there's no door to come out. Do you get know what I'm saying? That's the way um when a man is dead in trespasses that's the way that the life of that man is.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: does not know how to come out from it. He does not know how to come out from it. He is dead. He is dead. Yeah, let's continue. Yeah,
2: wearing in time past. Yes. Walked according Uh to the course of this world.
0: Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Wearing in time past. Now, I like the fact that they use the word in time past. So after quickening that thing you were doing in time past stopped.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. That thing he said in time past you worked according to the course in time past. After quickening the Bible says that the, that, that thing that you were doing in time past God halted it. So that thing you are doing before you got born again was now called in time past. That means as far as God is concerned, is no longer part of you. It no longer belongs to you. It no longer um, has power over you. That thing we are doing before God, God, you got born again became in time past. Now that the Bible says all things have passed away, everything is in time past now. Praise God.
1: Yeah.
0: Everything is in time past now. You know, I said When in time past he walked according to the cause of this world. Uh, how many of us have gone to school here? Mm-hmm. Let me ask uh um shalom, still you study the scripture, Sister Tolani. Is Sister Tolani there? Okay, let me see somebody else. Chess. Is Chess there?
3: Yes, I'm here.
0: Uh-huh. That course there, what do you think that means? Can you explain to us, that course there? No, not, uh, I'm not saying you speak revelation. No, I'm talking about normal, normal digital meaning.
3: Like what, the definition of course? Yeah. Like a... E- Curriculum, maybe.
0: Thank you very much. That means something you will learn over time. Yes, sir. Something you learn over time. You are learning it. You see. Mm-hmm. So when in time pass, you worked according, according the same way, the same pattern. So before we got born again, we're actively learning without interruption. You know, when you say dedicated learning, eh? Before we got born again, we were in dedicated learning and we didn't know. We were in a dedicated learning that that was what our concentration was on, and we didn't know that that's what all our concentration was on. Because he said, when in time past, you walked according, the same way. That means we did, we did not fail in the walking. <laughs> we did not fail in it. You walk according to the course of this world. So it was a dedicated learning that we didn't even know about. We didn't even know that we were learning, like paying rapt attention to a learning, but we didn't know we were paying rapt attention to it. Yes. Because the Bible does not, does not joke with words. It said, you work according to the course of this world. You see, that curriculum that the world came out and gave us, eh, we followed it to letter. And we didn't know we are following the curriculum. We followed it to a letter and we didn't even know we were following the curriculum. So you see that the way Satan, Satan, Satan designed this world in a way that everything a man does eh, is corruption. Yes. Unless a man learns the life of the spirit. Yes,
2: sir.
0: Wow. Because it's a course. It's just a course, you just learn it. he said wherein in time past he walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the hair you see it's not just the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the that is satan so the pattern of life that satan lives we're living according to that pattern it's called according when you say something is according when you say something is according it means that the same way the same mannerism it wraps attention. It does not miss out. In, it does not miss every detail. It does not miss any detail in learning. According to the priest of the power of the air, the spirit are now working in the children of disobedience. So when you say somebody is a, is a child of disobedience, that means that disobedience has groomed him.
1: Mm
0: yes so when they say a man sit down under the class of disobedience and disobedience started teaching him and he started learning and you know um one thing about learning is that even in the natural world you don't learn by just um taking in knowledge you learn mm-hmm. by doing yes so, so even in the natural world like me I, I like I went to school after they went to school they would take us to the lab or they would take us to the I, I studied pharmacy they would take us into the into the world, or into the hospital, or into the uh, um, to the store, and everything. Then they will make us practice what we have learned in class. That's actually what it means to be learning. So we did just learn because we are we are actually taking in knowledge. We learned by taking in knowledge and also doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So as as the world was teaching us, we were putting what we were learning to practice. That's how we grew in worldliness. <laughs> Whatever the world taught us, we put it to practice. You. Yes. If the law, if the world, if the, if, if, you know, the day we, we first lied, it's not that you you, know, you imagined the prophet, you imagined lying and saw the results. You just had that imagination in your mind. You, If I lie, this is out the outcome. And you saw the beauty in the outcome and you decided to commit to it and you end up telling that lie. So it's not that the day you told the lie, it's not that you just, you, you just, Ryan just came to you, you learned it. We learnt it. I not just lie because ah, I just wanted to lie. Something happened to me. I imagined telling a lie. And I saw the result of telling a lie. And I said, that was that's the world teaching us. Mm. I imagined the result of telling a lie. So I told a lie. The first time I, I would tell a lie and I see that, ah, I escaped this thing. Then you start seeing the benefit of lying. Then you continue mm-hmm. to practice lying before you, then later wow. you become an expert at it. I've mm-hmm. seen some people that they don't even think about lie. The thing just comes, inspiration. See. Is because is by is by continuous learning. Praise God. So mm-hmm. he said, according to the prince of this, according in the past, work according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh. Everybody say walk it. it. You see, when he say walk it, it's a walk. Or let me use the word a building. He's doing a work. He's active inside us and doing a work. He said, He walked in the children of the doing. He's working. He's walking. He's a work inside us. When you say something is a work, it's an installation. It's an installation. That's a work. That's why the Bible says that Jesus Christ came that he might destroy all the works of Satan. When you say the works of Satan, works of Satan is not witchcraft. When you see a witch preach the gospel to a witch, is a victim of, of Satan. He needs to be born again. Nobody here should be afraid of a witch. A witch is a, is being, is an oppressed of Satan. So when you see a witch, a witch needs a, the gospel. You need to preach the gospel to him. Nobody should be intimidated by a witch. When we were talking about works of the flesh, they put witchcraft there too. In the book of um, in the book of Sam, David said that witch. Uh, witch uh, no, is it Isaiah? He said witchcraft is the same thing as rebellion. Yeah. So when you see a witch, don't be afraid of a witch. You preach gospel to a witch. It needs to be set free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Praise God. Some mm-hmm. people can be thinking, I, I, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, if me I see a witch, I go run." No, 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 don't run. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Pastor, is it I want to preach gospel to a witch? <laughs> Let everybody abide in, the grace in his calling. <laughs> Praise God. But a witch, truly, truly, to be sincere, a witch needs to be born again. That's mm-hmm. how you'll be set free from that thing. He's an mm-hmm. oppressed of Satan. Mm-hmm. Praise God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: The spirit that now working according to the spirit of disobedience, among whom also we all, you see, nobody can take himself out of this picture, among whom also we all had our ah sorry Shalom continue continue that among we also let's let's do this together let us communicate that among can you continue from this ma'am
2: yes sir mm-hmm. um, among whom also we had our conversations in time past
0: uh-huh, continue.
2: of our flesh fulfilling the desires uh-huh. of uh-huh. The-
0: this this scripture now confirms what I was saying mm-hmm. you see. He said among whom also we had our conversation in time, but we cannot take ourselves out of this picture. We all did it. Yes, sir. So. All of us did it. So nobody can exempt himself. So you know, somebody can get born again, maybe because he does not go to a club, he does not fornicate, he does not tell lies, he does not. He just feels like him is holy. He's a lie. He walked this path too and needs to be set free from it. Yes, sir. So. So, you know, I had a roommate when I was on campus. This guy, I wasn't obviously I was not, I was not born again then, but I was, I used to go to church. This guy he calls himself a free thinker. <coughs> free thinker. This guy, to be very sincere, if you meet him, you put some Christian beside him. This guy, from human mindset, is holier than some Christians.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because some Christians were still struggling with fornication. Some Christians, they were still fornicating. Many, Even the roommate, one of the person I was staying with, was struggling with fornication. He was struggling with uh, pornography and all these things. But this guy, they call call free thinker. Oh, that guy, he does not fornicate. He does not lie. He does not believe in marrying two wives. He, He believes in family. He has everything that a natural man calls holiness, he has it. Mm. But this man does not believe Jesus Christ came to die for his own sin. No, he does not. He's not ready to be born again. When they, this guy goes to church to go and criticize ministration. Jesus. So the guy can he can go to church the next week. You see me in Buddha temple. He wants to mix every every That's why he's a free thinker. <laughs> free thinker he can mix and match everything.
1: <laughs>
0: now that i'm born again now that i'm born again i know that is a confused man <laughs> but that kind of man, i used to be amazed i felt like the guy was holy but no ma- you don't fornicate a man does not fornicate a man does not commit all those things that we. he does not does not come doesn't mean that he did not walk this path he walked the bible says all of us my, in when we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, that same man, because he's not fornicating, doesn't mean he does not have lust. Yes, sir. So nobody should... Yeah, Pastor Ossessi, you are raising up your answer. Thank you very much. You can continue, sir. No, Pastor, I just...
3: I, I was really smiling about what you just said. Oh, okay. I just you wanted, wanted to add something. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to add something. I don't know if you can just also talk more about on what I'm going to just heard. Mm. So I used to make, um, is it a joke or sometimes when I go to preach, I used to talk about there is a particular man that comes around my area. Mm. And then the man early in the morning, very early in the morning around 5am or 6am will be preaching. And then he will start by, you know, Jesus loves you. You need to give your life to Christ. And then you will not, Getting to a point where I start talking about all you that are wearing trousers, <laughs> you that is using earring,
1: <laughs>
3: are going to air fire. <laughs> mm. So just based on what you said, I just wanted to chip that in mm. uh, because for me, you know, just to just to to like throw it into what you are saying so that you can mm. also address it.
0: Yeah, because at times ahead,
3: yeah. you just find out that you know that gospel. Is actually not the gospel mm. of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And then, right. you know, people preach it for wow. to convict men mm. into being born again. So most times when people get born again afterwards, they become religious.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's
3: where, where the danger of such message comes yeah. from. So I just wanted to just drop it so that you can talk thank more you, about it. Thank you, much, sir
0: Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Like, let me just dwell in this thing that Pastor Cessie just said um you know that's how and that's why a man will get born again if a man's salvation is based on this thing when he hmm. gets born again his righteousness will be based on works yeah not based on mercy and grace hmm. not based on mercy and grace you'll based on works i because i don't go to a club I, I i was in church one time and there was a, a sister that that came to bible study and you know, the person that was actually leading Bible study eh, was sharing how uh, she she used to go to club and all those things, and God saved her. Then she that other sister now said that she she doesn't even go to club that, and people always judge her and say that uh, she needs to she needs to change her ways. See you, you even went to club. Me, I never went to club. See, can I sincere? that person is in self righteousness? Hmm. His Salvation is based on I did not go to club. Wow, I don't go to claw, I don't fornicate, I don't tell lies. That is salvation based. But it doesn't mean that he's missing in the in the in the characteristics of those that work according to the prince of the power of the air. You yeah. are not exempted from it. Yeah. So what the, the gospel of Jesus Christ is, is gospel of grace. And if you mm-hmm. check the gospel where you notice that even Check, check, check it. A man, a man' righteousness can be based on. Can now, a man can not be wearing trousers. He might not be wearing. He might not be wearing earring. But when God comes and and His righteousness to him, he will know hmm. be This is true. Some people they don't wear trousers. They tie scarf. They don't even palm their hair. If I when I was on campus, there was somebody that he does not use Saint Tesso. soap. She does not use Saint Tesso. <laughs> no, if once you come out, like in their in their fellowship, you come outside and you are smelling uh perfume, you are a sinner. How? I'm telling <laughs> you. But some of them, the way you are in examination or the way they will pass paper, very skillful. <laughs> ah. <laughs> even you that you're still begging god for <laughs> to grow spiritually you're wondering ah, why is this person is this skillful like this Lecturer will not catch them they can cheat in the examination but they don't wear scarf they don't wear you know, and even some people they won't cheat in the examination but to forgive was problem we ah. <laughs> all oh. Forgiving was a big issue for them.
1: They
0: can hold grudge, hold malice. Hmm. You know? So, so, salvation is not, salvation is totally based on the quickening of the spirit by somebody receiving Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. What does it mean to receive somebody as your Lord and Savior? That means now, anything I do, you are in charge of it now. Like, you are now in charge of my life. I will not live my life outside of whatever you actually prescribe for me. Mm. That is, meanwhile, what it means that you make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And the day we got born again, we only believe that thing. We don't even understand what we said. <laughs> How did I know that? Is when his destruction comes that you know if you truly understood what you said or not. Praise God. So, what I'm saying is that we all had our conversation in time past in lust of our flesh so everybody have partaken in the journey of lost either you fornicate do you get it? God? somebody just said something let me see not living outside what the lord has okay right. okay thank you very much yeah yeah so now because you, fun, you don't fornicate doesn't mean that you've not partaking in lust of the, of lust of the flesh. Because you're, you are not um, telling lies doesn't mean you've not partaking in lust. Every man has partaking out of it. So mm-hmm. this thing should now make us actually value salvation. We should value sorry, salvation. I'm
3: sorry, sir. Just to add to what you just said. Yes, so sir. that you can also help us continue flesh makeup. Yes, sir. So it's an inheritance. Mm-hmm. So ah. that thing called um, uh, lost is actually an inheritance. It's a conversation that we inherited. No matter your own your own loss can even be yeah. It can be profe- professorship in your in your soul. Mm. It's also and then you are very clean. There is just yeah. the way you guys you are in your family proper is also a kind of kind
0: of sin yes yes so yes, long yes. it's
3: not coming from that grace you spoke about sorry, yes, sir. sorry just to yes sir. just to yes, buttress. Yes,
0: yeah oh uh, yes now you see that why why he, he had past he had to put that grace is that there are some people that god will lead into that world of maybe becoming a professor someone like reverend busui you now he's in the academic world do you get know what i'm saying and he's doing well there do you get know what i'm saying that one you know god sent him there he's doing well but some people can be doing it out of lust <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? It will be prim and proper. When somebody tells a lie, we will tell you, wow, you're lying. You won't take that. This is nonsense. Why will you tell a lie? But he has inheritance of lust inside him. Do you get what I'm saying? So you see, that's this area, this area, if a man can understand that what Satan did is, is a sniper. Very secret work that the Bible calls it the mystery of sin. Let, let, if the Bible calls it the mystery of sin, just know that it's a mystery. That means What does, what does a mystery mean? You need extra, you need um, hidden intelligence to understand it. Do you get what I'm saying? When something is a mystery, for you to uncover it, you need a, 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 a hidden intelligence for you to uncover it. So it's called the mystery of sin. Sin is very diverse. Sin, some, some is just rough, right? You know, like the thugs that we see, the way they talk, that one is that one. a um, sin in another dimension, that's an extreme. Sin in another area can be very tush, prim and proper. Everything that we call sin, like fornication, it does not do it, do you get know what I'm saying? But you can see that by the time you start talking to him, even the lust to actually maybe scientific discovery Lost can be breeding there. Scientific discovery, you know, somebody dedicating his life to actually demystifying a uh, love, love, uh, love, and um, love and uh, gravity, committing all his life to it. There's, yeah, there's lost somewhere there, and he does not know. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, now, let's move forward. Now, the, among whom we all had our conversation in the past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling, you see, Fulfilling, fulfilling when you fulfill something, it means that you've done it well. Mm. That's what when, when you when you say something is fulfilled, that means it was well done, well packaged, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. You see, of the flesh and of the mind, and where by nature, praise God, praise God. The Bible says, where by nature. The children of rot, even as others. Now, if you check the beginning of this scripture, I said, "When we all had our conversation, all of us." So, in other words, before we got born again, we were by nature, by nature, by nature. Mm -hmm. That means that we don't have any other direction apart from rot. Mm. Actually, he said we are by nature the children of rot. That means rot was just was the one nurturing us. Was one, we were being bred by rot. We were the children of rot. We are his children. We are under him, and he was ministering to us. We were being taught by rot. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to be children of rot. Do you get? Even as others. Now look at this next thing. Shalom, Let's continue from the next, the next um line, please. <laughs> but god who is rich the hell? Wait, just say they but what god but oh. what but god when you in when you are writing a sentence and you are writing making a statement then you now see but what is what does it mean eh? uh let me see who can i call here who can i call you? who can I? blessing sister blessing yes sir That fella like, yeah yes sir that when you are writing a sentence that you now see but what does that mean Usually when you say but it means anything you said before
2: that doesn't usually count.
0: Yes, thank you very much. Yes, I like that statement. So I was going to I was going to say this, but that means I'm changing that statement. Yes. Something is something changed. That that but means that something changed or you halted you stopped a process a thought process but god who is rich in mercy but god who is rich in mercy so salvation is mercy of god god had mercy on man he didn't have to do it it wasn't his obligation to do it if he didn't do it nothing would happen to him What did I say? If he didn't do it, nothing will happen to him. Yeah. But the Bible says, "But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love, when He has loved us, love you see, which is rich in mercy, for His great love, that means that mercy, birthed in love. That mercy gave birth to a love one." But in an incredible love, which he has loved us. You know, God had so much mercy, then he fell in love with us. Again, he fell in love. When he has loved us, even when we were dead in sin, when we we're dead in sin, we we're inside sin. We didn't know how to come and we we're dead in there. We were actually committed to sin. At us together, at quickening us together with Christ. Everybody say with Christ. With Christ. Christ, with Christ, Christ. You know we write it in Ephesians in Romans, chapter six, with Christ. So he th- that we quickened us with Christ? That means the day we, the day we got, um, we born again, we became Christ in our spirit, man. Now let me ask you one question: What is Christ? I want to use that word. What is Christ? Let's open to First Corinthians uh chapter 1 verse 30. and see what christ is let me switch my bible reader let me quickly switch my Bible reader uh sister yanu yes sir how are you
2: I'm fine, thank you.
0: Yeah, hope you are, you are learning something today, ma'am.
2: Yes, I am. Thank you yeah. so much.
0: Okay, can you read 1 Corinthians chapter 1 from 29 to 30 for us, please?
2: Okay. 1 um, Corinthians 1, 29. Yeah. That no flesh should glory in his presence, mm-hmm. but of him are ye in Christ Jesus. Yeah, in Christ of,
0: Jesus. You see? Continue, ma'am.
2: Who of God is made unto us wisdom,
0: Yes, is made unto us what? Wisdom. Uh-huh.
2: And righteousness. Uh-huh. And sanctification. And what? And redemption.
0: Verse 31. Now continue.
2: That according as it is written, he that gloriates, let
0: him glory in glory the Lord. In the Lord, you see. So one thing about Christ is that that's that's if you the definition of Christ, you know, one time Reverend had to tell us that um. Uh, even Pastor Sessi said it, that Christ is not, the last, is not the son of Jesus Christ, it's
3: mm-hmm.
0: actually what it became. By
1: mm-hmm.
0: like Jordan, it was Christ. Do you get know what I'm saying? And the Bible now says that Christ, I mean, the day we got born again, this was the thing that was in our spirit man, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. That's Christ. That's what our, uh, uh, that's also what, yeah, we're risen with Christ. We're quickened with Christ. By grace, ye were saved. You see? Christ, Christ became our wisdom, become wisdom, uh-huh. righteousness, sanctification, redemption. How many of us know that, that spirit man cannot sin? Because Christ cannot sin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The reason why we sin is because of, because of our soul. Yeah, that's why the Bible says, "The soul that sins shall die." Is the soul that sins shall die? That spirit man cannot sin. Is Christ? Yeah. Is wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Yeah, now let's move on. Even when we were dead in sin, at quickening us together in Christ, and at raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places. Everybody says, we're set together where?
1: In heavenly places.
0: In Christ Jesus. Heavenly places in what? Christ Jesus in Christ Jesus we need to actually put this in our mind. If a man does not understand this thing, he will live in condemnation in law. He will live in condemnation in law because he will not understand the provision that was given to him in new birth. You are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Heavenly places. Places. Do you see? In heavenly place. So in that heavenly place, sickness cannot get there. Praise God. You don't even understand what I just said. Sickness is not meant to be found there. Cancer is not meant to be found there. Yes, sir. Yeah, demons. A demon should not oppress one that is born again. Yes, sir. Actually, the one that is born again should be casting out demon. Yes, sir. Not being oppressed by a demon. These signs shall follow them that believe. Mm-hmm. Demon should not. Demon should not oppress a sin. someone that just got born again. Someone that just got born again has authority over a demon. He just needs to pray in Jesus' name and cast it out. You know, uh, when I was uh, when I just got born again, um, wanted to go and pray for somebody, and because there's tendency that that person could could uh, have a demon. Me number one, I know I didn't go going because in my mind I felt like I need to go and fast first. <laughs> First God, you know, I just got born again. I say, me i have not been fasting, I was just going to face demon like that, and that's what we. And you see, casting out demon, you see some people they will build the whole ministry around it, yeah. Yeah. they are casting out a whole ministry, and you see people rushing there building ministry. In other words, someone that just got born again is a mighty man of God. Yeah. If a whole ministry can be built around casting out demon. And you now see the person you will call you, they will call a man of God. Powerful man of God because he casted out the demon. That's the inheritance of a of new birth. I'll give you a testimony. After I got born again, I used to fall sick a lot. I used to fall sick a lot. Ah, I was not finish. I will move on. Okay, I can't, it's not possible. I can't finish today. Let, let me just conclude. I can't finish today. Okay. Um when I got born again, uh I, I got born again into against materials. Thank God. Even though I got born again into Agin's materials, even to cast out demon was a problem. You see, this mind the way Satan has dealt with us, we don't even know. <laughs> we don't know unless you see, that's why on our journey in, uh, in Christian journey, we need to commit well to knowledge. Com- knowledge, seeking knowledge of God must be a commitment. Has, our life should be, our life should be hung on knowledge. So we don't even know we don't know what Satan has has death inside us. I got born again to against materials, even to cast that demon. I was still afraid, and I was reading against my, my second book I read after getting born again was Believer's Authority, and I still wanted to go and fast to cast out a demon. So because you have you heard one message in one day doesn't mean that you can just put it to use. You must the understanding must come in. We must commit ourselves to knowledge. We must be committed, really committed to knowledge. So let me, let me just let me just tell you this story. So I got born again and um I used to fall sick a lot, malaria and typhoid. Like, it was like we're best friends. Jesus. <laughs> like it was a serious matter. I I used to have malaria, like maybe once in three months. Mm. Imagine having malaria once in three months. So after I got born again, there used to be one sister that we used to just just share scriptures together. Just, you know, um, we'll hang out together. Maybe sometimes go to the field to pray. We'll hang out together. We'll pray and other things. she was my, actually, she was my pastor. She was a pastor in my church, but I was a little older than her. Well, she was my pastor. So it's more like we're just. she just wanted, God was just brought her to me to help me. Uh, so we're supposed to go for a vigil one day, but I was sick that day. I was sick that day. And with the church I, I was attending, God really helped that pastor. It was an ignite. Like every Sunday was like move of the spirit. So I got to, she called me, that. it's time to go to vigil. I now told her that man, I'm not feeling fine. I feel so sick. I'm even using medication right now. This girl, this lady told me, eh? You are sick, and you not kill it. Hey, ah! That statement rang in my head. Bang, 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 I said, yeah, all this book I've been reading since, and I'm still glorifying sickness. That thing, That's the way it rang in my head. Jeez. Ah I said, ah Satan, this thing will never happen again. I finished that time. I finished the medication, but I was waiting for the next sickness. Now don't do that. Praise God. <laughs> don't do that. I was I was waiting for the next sickness. That ah, the next one that will come is in trouble. Kai Kai. And you know, Satan, he does not he does not have shame. He will come. He does not have shame. Man, the next time I had malaria, I did not even go to the hospital. Because I wanted to tell the devil that now I know your secret. This thing is not meant to be, is not supposed to be my portion. I'm not supposed to be falling sick four times a year, three, five times a year. It's not my portion. I'm a Christian, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus right now. Sickness every five times a year is not my portion. It's not meant to be. Sickness is not a foreign body in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, after that, that malaria came, oh my God, I went to, there's a place we call Field, Lute Field on campus. I prayed, confessed the word, confessed the word. I was sweating, confessed the word. I was shivering and sweating. I said, this medication I'm not used to. I wanted to put faith to work. Because I've read, Kentucky, I've read Believer's Authority. He has read this thing. How come I permitted it? I was angry. Sickness is not meant to be reigning in my body. That thing was there. I was sweating, even though I was sweating. The next morning I was fine.
1: The
0: next morning I was fine. Faith came true.
1: The
0: reason is because he said we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Sickness is not supposed to be raining in my body. Now, let me make us understand something. If we are negligent and irresponsible with our body, we'll fall sick yeah that's right if you eat anyhow do you guys if you eat anyhow you just eat anything you do you don't sleep well you don't take care of your body you shower you not shower brush your teeth you not brush your teeth people, <laughs> even holy ghost cannot help you there because holy ghost knows that you have been irresponsible <laughs> do you get what i'm saying uh, so we need to place balance there now But naturally, a new creation, sickness is not meant to be reigning in his body. And God helped me there. Poverty is not the portion. It cannot get to these heavenly places. The Lord shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. There's nothing called poverty in Christianity. But poverty is of Satan. And one thing about people that are following God, that's one thing that Satan will use to scare you. It will make you believe that if you follow God, you'll be poor. It's a lie. It's a lie. The Lord will meet your need. Anybody, seek him for the kingdom and his righteousness, and every other thing shall follow. Poverty is not of a Christian. I was telling some people here in Life to here that if you have a need, and you think that God has not provided it. like you need a house, and you feel like God has appointed you, you are lying, because my house is here. Wow. 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 Yes, sir. maybe uh, somebody wants to send you and uh, the landlord wants to send you out of his house and you now say brethren get a house and you say you don't have a house that's true the provision has been made poverty is not known, it's not the portion of a Christian that in ages to come might show the exceedingly riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Jesus, he said he wants to show what. It might show exceeding riches of his grace. A man getting born again has access to something called exceeding riches of his grace. Praise God! Oh, a man that got born again has access, he can access it as a Christian. At the point, at the point, grace is unmerited favor. The day we got born again. We experience the, the dimension of unmerited favor in grace. So, the definition of grace is not outside of merited favor. At new birth, we experience that dimension of unmerited favor of grace. Now, after being born again, grace is embedded in understanding. Do you get know what I'm saying? Grace is embedded in understanding. When understanding comes, grace has come. That's why I said that it might show, he wants to show, he wants to reveal. Someone that, has born, that got born again, the next thing Jesus Christ wants to do is to reveal something to him. He wants to reveal what? What does he want to reveal? The exceeding riches of his grace to him in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. That's what that's the next thing that Jesus Christ wants to open a man that just got born again to. He wants to open up that man to exceeding riches of his grace. He said, For by grace ye are saved, true faith. Praise God. I mean, of us know that the day you got born again, you just believed?
1: Yeah.
0: You didn't know. Yeah. Nobody knew the day you got born. You don't know. We don't know. We believed. We believe to come and know. We believed what? To come and know. That's why I said that Christian journey is embedded in commitment to knowledge. Nobody is set free outside knowledge. Nobody is fully set free outside knowledge. Praise God. For by grace you were saved. True faith, that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Sister Carries, do you want to explain this? This scripture, just just help me, just help me with something. Just explain this scripture, what you've seen. This for by grace here saved true faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Do you can you just help me here?
2: Um, hello, sir. Yes, ma'am um, what I understand from that is that grace being the help that God has sent to us, which is in the person of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is how we are saved, both. But the faith aspect is we actually have to believe unto it to come into full salvation. So it's mm-hmm. like a two part series. Mm-hmm. So the part God establishes in salvation, which is the grace part, but we have to keep to it by faith, yeah. which is our responsibility to buy into it fully.
0: Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, so you. faith, true faith, you have to believe. When a man believes, he is quickened. And God did this that. He said, No, by not of works that any man should boast. No man can ever come and say that I did something to get born again. It's not possible. Nobody has that capacity to do anything to get born again. Nobody has that capacity. Even the life of God called eternal life. Eh? The Bible calls it the gift of God. Yeah. So nobody has the capacity to do anything to get born again. A man cannot do it. He said our righteousness is like filthy rag. Filthy is filthy. When God sees a man's righteousness, it disgusts him. The only thing that God is pleased with is his own righteousness. So when the Bible, when Christ now came, it became our righteousness because that righteousness is, is a technology that came out of God. is a technology that came out of God. Praise God. Does anybody have any question before I move forward? I have just 20 minutes, actually 15 minutes because we'll pray a little. Does anybody have any question before I move on? Please ask your question No question yet. Okay. Thank you, praise God. Oh, thank you Lord Jesus. Now, let's quickly go to John chapter 3, 1 to 6. I think I will just stop here. I, find, I don't even know if I'm able to finish this, this one exactly today. But definitely by next week we'll finish. I hope so, though. Praise God. I never even thought that uh, there will be this long. Uh, yeah, obviously, definitely. But praise God. Ah, uh, Sister Deborah Akimomi. It's only ladies I'm calling. No, no, let me call him, man. Don't worry, Sister Deborah. Uh, yinks, bro, good evening, sir. Yes, sir. I open the John chapter three one to six, let's let's flow together from here, sir. Okay, sir. John chapter three from verse one to six. No, no, from there was one to a- six. One to six. One to six.
2: Okay, John 3, 1 to 6. 1 to 6, yes. Okay, there was a man of the Pharisees Mm -hmm. named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Yes, sir. The same came to Jesus by night Mm -hmm. and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And Mm -hmm. verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Let's
0: stop there, sir. Let's stop there, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stop there. Now, this—if we let's get the background of this. Nicodemus was um was uh, a Pharisee. Pharisees are custodians of the law. Do you get what I'm saying? They are supposed to be acquainted with the law of God. They are custodians of the law. But a Pharisee saw Jesus and knew that there was something different about this man. That even though he's a custodian of the law, what this man has access to, he does not have access to him. So he now told him, he said, no man can do this except God is with him. Anything Jesus was doing, he said, there's no way somebody can do this except God is with him. We have to understand that. That you cannot do this except there's not everything Jesus Christ did is because God was with him. Let me see. Somebody has a question. Ah, uh, praise God. Open your heart. Praise God. Um, this question good news that uh, someone wants to, okay, how can one actually fully commit themselves to the word? And actually follow through for instance how to transition from lukewarmness and fully open your heart your heart praise god uh one of these advice i would give somebody if this person is new in the faith this person needs to um to be pastored first do you get what i'm saying like i would advise that this person needs to see is our pastor this person is in life meeting they should reach out to the pastor um um this um is because the day a man gets born again, the day a man gets born again, there's something that happened to him. There's no way a man will truly really get born again and there won't be hunger inside him. But he needs to be guided on how to feed hunger too. If somebody needs to be guided on how to be, how to hunger to be fed, because you are supposed to give yourself to the word, but a man can't be born again, you open the Bible, he's not understanding anything. Do you get know what I'm saying? So someone that does got born again needs to be guided. But if you are not... Um, if you are not new in the faith and you just have that season in your life where you have stepped back from God, or you have not, you used to read your Bible before and you don't read it again, um, you, sometimes you need to actually um bring your soul back. You can, number one, even you, that person that is not born again, that is born, that is born again for a while. And the person, maybe the person is, let me use the word backsliding. I don't really like, want to use that word backsliding, but maybe you are becoming cold. You still need to see your pastor too. Everybody needs to be pastored, but You sometimes you have to get back to that that moment, that thing that triggered that hunger inside you, that thing that made you fall in love with God, you need to revisit it again. Yeah, but another thing that I would like to say is that, to be very sincere, when it comes to commitment to the knowledge of God, I've said those things, those are the foundation of it, you need to do those things, but one thing about commitment to the knowledge of God is that you don't have to feel like reading your Bible before you read your Bible. You don't have to feel like start uh, listening to a message before you listen to a message. Yes. You don't have to feel like praying before you pray. These are responsibilities of a Christian. Mm-hmm. So, it's a training you have to commit to. Mm-hmm. One of Christ- one thing about Christianity is that, one of the things about us is that we want to feel it before we do it. In Christianity, you don't have to feel it before you do it. You don't have to feel like going to work before you go and work. You know build is waiting for you.
1: It's true. It's
0: true. The same way, you know, sin is, ra- is a ravaging lion that is eating your soul. So you don't need to feel like reading your Bible before you read your Bible. There's something inside you that the Bible needs to take out of you. Hmm. There's something inside us that knowledge of God has to take out of us. So the same way I wake up in the morning, I don't I will, I set my alarm, even though by night before sleeping, I don't feel like going to work the next day. But well, I will still set my alarm. Hmm. It's true. The same way we should treat the knowledge of God. When I got born again, fact, I, I still do it sometimes, when anytime I feel like I'm struggling with prayer, sometimes I time myself. Sometimes okay. I tell myself, that ah, man, I will, I will, I will, until I will have to pray well today before I leave this my seat. Mm.
1: That
0: morning, sometimes I don't feel like praying, but it is my responsibility and an obligation of a Christian to pray. The Bible says men ought to pray. It's just like saying that men, a dog ought to bark. If you have a dog that is not barking, don't you think that's a problem? Yes, so. Uh, so if a Christian is not praying, there's a problem. Because it's supposed to be in the nature of a Christian to pray. So yeah, so following through and actually follow through is a commitment. You don't have to feel like doing it. You don't have to, uh, yeah, I understand that sometimes there can be motivation. As I said, hang around brethren that are studying the word, iron, sharp, iron, spend yeah. put your pastor, you get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, there's still a personal commitment of you actually putting in the work outside of your feelings. I hope I'm able to answer that person's question. Praise God. Okay. Um, So, no, no, no. He said, this was, I was talking about Nicodemus. Nicodemus is a Pharisee. He's a Pharisee. And he's supposed to, Um. oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He's a custodian of the law, but he saw something in Jesus. He knew that Jesus, who, there's something inside this man that I don't have. So he went to meet him and jesus christ answered him uh he said he said uh bro can you read that to me can you read us to us again please
2: okay sir um so there was a man of the pharisees named yeah. nicodemus yes, a ruler of the jews the same came to jesus by night and said unto him rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from god Mm-hmm. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus and verse three, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom he of cannot God.
0: See the kingdom. You see, another this is another reality. You know, the, the topic we are doing is the new birth and its reality. This is another reality of, of new birth. The man that just got born again has capacity. Everybody say capacity.
2: Capacity.
0: To see the kingdom. It doesn't mean he's already seeing the kingdom. Because seeing the kingdom comes with understanding. But the capacity to now see the kingdom has been given to him. Praise God. Or capacity to comprehend. Seeing means comprehension. To comprehend. To understand. That's what means to see. And we can't really do properly. We can't do properly without comprehension. Do you get what I'm saying? We can't really carry out an assignment properly without comprehending it, without understanding it. So first of all, there must be an understanding. Then another commitment is doing. Praise God. So you see, you cannot uh, see the kingdom because a man now is alive. He can respond to God. Because a dead man cannot respond to God. Now that a man is alive, he can respond to God. So he can now see, he has capacity for God to now start giving him things that kingdom requirements, kingdom understanding. He has that capacity. Even though the day a man gets born again, they might not bring the core things of the kingdom to him at the beginning. That's why there's need for milk. That's why we are teaching these things right now, milk of the word. If a man does not know who is he, who he is in Christ Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm I'm using that word who he is in Christ. There's somebody, there's who we are in Christ. Even though the real gospel, the real gospel, when we say real gospel, when you say gospel, the gospel of is Christ. When they say preach the gospel, we are preaching Christ. So the gospel is not. Uh, We are supposed to know who we are in Christ, but the gospel is who Christ is. Do you understand what I just said? I don't know if you understand what I just said. Who we are in Christ, what Christ gave us, the day we got born again. But when you say a man is learning the gospel, he's learning the person of Christ Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? But you still need to know who you are in Christ. Does anyone understand what I'm saying? I don't know if Pastor Bukumi can help me explain that thing properly. Maybe I'm not saying it well. Pastor Bukumi, can you help me um, say that thing well, sir? Is Pastor Bukumi there? I don't know if Pastor Sessi is there, too. Maybe can help me say it. Pastor, I'm here. Yes, sir. Um, uh, you okay, Pastor Maybe Bukumi, please go, you go you? Pastor Cessi, please go ahead. Pastor Sessi, please go ahead, sir. No, Pastor Bukumi, may I have spoken now. Okay, Pastor Bukumi, help me, please. Uh, I mean, I t- <laughs> say it again, sir. <laughs> I said, I said, we have to know who we are in Christ Jesus, even though the gospel itself is the person of Christ. But it doesn't accept the fact that we need to know who we are in Christ Jesus. I think you said it well, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I knew I you say. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Okay, maybe I should just
3: maybe I should just come in there. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're. If I get you right, Pastor, you are saying that um who we are in Christ.
1: Mm.
3: I I need you to rephrase it again so that I can.
0: So 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 yes. Who we are in Christ is we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. You know all those things. Yeah. But when we are saying we are speaking, who we need to but we need to know the person of Christ. Yeah, the person of Christ. That's the, you know. that's the gospel, but it doesn't exempt the fact that we need mm-hmm. to know who we are who in we
3: are in Christ. Yes. Yeah. Like our pastor, our pastor, what Pastor Pastor Bukumi said, you said it well. Mm. But um, I think one of the things that helps in this in this division is also dividing the place of the spirit, the soul, and the body. Yes. Uh-huh. It helps so much to really understand what is being said. And the truth is man is a spirit. Yes, sir. So and he lives in a body, he has a soul. Mm-hmm. So what makes um what makes the man to relate with the two realms is his soul, actually. So what links him with both realms is his soul. Mm-hmm. So um, but really, 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 really the man is. Is a spirit. So if you want to say, okay, if knowing who you are in Christ, it has to come from the position of the spirit. your own person, which is your spirit, the human spirit, mm-hmm. or the recreated spirit, mm-hmm. or yeah. the, re, the quickening spirit. How would I put it now? The quickened spirit. Yeah, that spirit that was quickened from the dead. So that is who you are. So that spirit lives with Jesus. Mm
1: -hmm. If
3: Jesus sleeps and wake up, he sleeps and wake up with Jesus. He does everything. He knows Jesus in and out. Mm -hmm. And you have said it from the beginning of the message up until now. So that spirit cannot, there are so many things that can affect another spirit that cannot affect that spirit. that spirit yes so that your spirit is what gives you access into all the things of god you see all the blessings including the ones we are even going to enjoy in our soul yes is that spirit that gives us access so if a man can live from the place of the, the spirit, spirit
0: yes. that
3: man can live a victorious life praise god on it yeah
0: Thank you, sir. I don't know if I had that one. <laughs> ah, you, you've helped me, sir. You've really helped me because I, I don't think I have because somewhere in my mind there yeah, I'm rushing, so I won't have said it the way you said it, sir. So thank you for okay, breaking Pastor. it down like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Thank you, Pastor. Thank, thank you Pastor. I, for breaking it down like that. Like, I want to emphasize on the fact that if a man can live from his spirit, man, you know, again, taught us that thing that a man must follow his spirit. Because in that spirit, has all things that pertain to life and godliness. So a man must be able to follow inner witness, which is that spirit man, for him to enjoy all that is in God. Praise God. So the Bible now says that he can see the kingdom of God. He, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So a man does not have the capacity to see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Then he now went further. Nicodemus now said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? See, Nicodemus didn't understand this thing. It's not his mother's womb that he has to enter. Holy Ghost has to come and quicken him. The Holy Ghost is another womb too so, so, praise God. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very verily I see unto you. Unto except a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now the word enter here, if you check it, is an experience. There's a way between understanding and living it out or experiencing it. The entrance is actually living that life. So he now said, except a man is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He cannot enter. So there's different there's seeing the kingdom and there's entering into the kingdom. The day we got born again, the capacity to see the kingdom, access to the kingdom is given. A man can now learn the things of the kingdom. Before he was born again, before he got born again, he cannot learn it. But after he got born again, now he can learn it. Praise God.
1: Amen.
0: Praise God. How I many of us have been blessed? I think I I'll just stop here. I'll continue next week. Hope you we were blessed today.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Praise yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. We'll continue from there, from here next week. Praise God. By God's grace, I'll be able to finish this week because I've mentioned many things that is in the other side too. So I'll have to be repeating many things next week. But don't worry, the Lord will bless us next week again. I think I should stop here. Can we just begin to thank God for this new you name? Omen of Fadakalianda. Vresto van Ambrosta, Vasekeli Kabara Gadeshta. Elemen of Paris of An de Bragidoshta, Fasiparian of Verdeshta. Endes of Friendi, Eleboshta, Vradi Kapargesos de Franda. Langragadosh, Shavaragadesh, Shibranda, Latifrekeli Kadosa, Bragidosh de Franda. Paragazan, Piniander, Kalabaste, Desde, Mini Putya Gaiana, Kip Elemenkosh, Fracaliande Giridusha, Mana Satire Braggade, Pininionda, Kaladesh, Ellenos, the Fazig del Yanda, Niman of Poparias of the Fazana, Ericadesha, Father, thank you, Heavenly Father, King of Glory. Oh, Gurian honor be to you for this. Can we just quickly pray for like one minute and pray that the reality of this new birth will become true to us, become real to us in Jesus Christ? Will become very real to us in the name of Jesus Christ. If it is something that will just take a minute, you understand it, we will be able to put it to use in the name of Jesus. (inaudible) Elmenes tuvadakaya, paragadesh the Imbrasto Vede Thank you, In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, every Father, for this evening. We give praise to you. Thank you, Lord, Father, because you have helped us, Lord. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. All glory and honor to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray.
1: Amen.
0: See you next week. We'll finish this next week by God's grace.